This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the White House has named its next federal CIO. The president has also fired a major federal cybersecurity leader. And a snapshot at how agencies reduce the amount of official time being used. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. President Donald Trump yesterday said he plans to name Basil Parker as the new Federal Chief Information Officer, putting to rest a month-long rumor. Parker would replace Suzette Kent, who left in July after two-plus years in the role. Parker comes over to the Office of Management and Budget after working at the Office of Personnel Management since 2018, most recently as its Chief of Staff. Parker spent most of his career in the private sector before joining OPM. President Trump took to Twitter yesterday, though, to fire Chris Krebs, the director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency at the Homeland Security Department. The rumor that Krebs would be dismissed came to light last week. The last straw seems to be Krebs' own tweet, saying that there was no fraud in the presidential election. Trump wrote on Twitter that Krebs' comments last week were highly inaccurate. Krebs led CISA since June of 2018 and has been with DHS since 2017. Members of the National Federation of Federal Employees re-elected Randy Irwin as their national president. This will be Irwin's second term as Nephi's national president. A majority of union members voted for Irwin during Nephi's virtual national convention. Nephi says it will resume other convention activities when it's safe to do so during the coronavirus pandemic. Federal agencies cut back their use of official time by 28% in 2019. We get details from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Office of Personnel Management has new data on how federal bargaining unit employees used official time over the last year. Some agencies, like the Department of Veterans Affairs, cut official time use in half. The Department of Health and Human Services cut union time by over 80%. The president's 2018 executive order limiting official time wasn't technically in place when agencies reported 2019 data, but OPM says agencies were mindful of the administration's intended policies and made changes anyway. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Improper payments in one of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services' largest programs are also down by $15 billion. CMS says since 2016, it has reduced the amount of waste, fraud, and abuse in the Medicare fee-for-service program. The current improper payments of 6.27 percent is the lowest ever. The agency says the reduction is a result of CMS's efforts to identify the root causes of improper payments, implement action plans to reduce and prevent improper payments, and extend the agency's capacity to address emerging areas of risk through work groups and interagency collaborations. Predictive analytics make all the difference to agencies trying to use evidence-based decision-making, say data officials at the Education and Commerce Departments. As federal student loan forgiveness, implemented during the coronavirus pandemic, comes to an end, education will use predictive analytics to communicate with borrowers most in danger of defaulting. Meanwhile, commerce is using an evidence-based approach and artificial intelligence to spot improper payments and fraudulent schemes. GSA prepares to launch another tool to help agencies have confidence in the security of the products they're buying. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. A new verified products portal run by the General Services Administration is expected to launch in the next month or so. 
Mark Lee, the Assistant Commissioner of the Office of Policy and Compliance at GSA, says the new initiative is the cornerstone of their catalog management effort. We're actually beginning uh, data from manufacturers and wholesalers. It'll be used to help identify prohibited items prior to award on our, our contract vehicles. Lee says the ultimate goal is to reduce the burden on suppliers and agency customers. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Marine Corps activates its own space component as part of U.S. Space Command. Marine Corps Forces Space Command will focus on providing space operational support to the Marine Force. The organization will be led by Major General Matthew Glavy. He will also lead Marine Corps Forces Cyberspace Command. The two units will remain separate and distinct commands despite having the same person at the helm. The Navy is planning on reestablishing a whole new fleet in the Pacific Ocean. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Navy is concerned about threats from China and Russia and therefore is bringing back the first fleet. The service retired the first fleet after the end of the Vietnam War. Navy Secretary Kenneth Braithwaite says the organization will be at the crossroads of the Pacific and Indian Oceans. The fleet will be more expeditionary related to the 7th Fleet, which is also in the Pacific. The Navy recently reestablished its second fleet as well, which oversees and controls operations in the Atlantic and Arctic Oceans. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs is sharing customer experience best practices with other agencies. VA is out with a new CX cookbook. It describes how agencies can embed customer experience principles into their programs, budgets, and regulations. VA also has a new report detailing its own CX journey over the last five years. The department is preparing a new CX directive that will embed customer experience policies further into the VA culture. It also developed employee journey maps in an effort to improve the experience of the VA workforce. And agencies are working with smart cities to innovate with technologies like the Internet of Things and 5G networks. For instance, Veterans Affairs now uses augmented reality for surgery at its Palo Alto healthcare system in California. Going forward, VA sees 5G relieving bottlenecks in deploying telemedicine. At the same time, the Energy Department is trying to use IoT for managing supply chain risks and a remote workforce impacted by the pandemic. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.